Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet e-l-e everybody love everybody this is your home no judgment zone welcome to medicine ball i appreciate you this week's episode season three episode seven T-P, Tiki Pole, yeah, 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 let's get into it, welcome back, welcome back to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast, you already know I appreciate y'all rocking with me, real quick updates, Medicine Ball merchandise for the most part, I have like a hoodie left and one t-shirt left, everything else has been sold out, so that's a good thing here, man, I'm gonna get some uh, sound effects. Let me jump I'm gonna put some sound effects. I'm gonna throw some applause in here so I could have threw some applause right there. But I appreciate y'all supporting me, man. Um, update on the video aspect of it, man. And this is gonna kind of lead us into this week's episode. But um, so I told you guys I'm doing like this financial kind of like class right now that's just you know, and I'm the type of person who like <laughs> And I think a lot of us are, we might not say it, like, we, we don't listen to something until we hear from somebody else. Like, the person close to you could be telling you, like, something about your your spending habits and you don't listen to them. So, like, my dad, for instance, just one example, always told me, like, one of the key aspects of, like, managing money is, like, writing a budget down on paper. And it's like, I used to always be like, man, that's crazy. I don't nobody want to do that. Like, even now, I have old notebooks that I'm thinking is empty and, like, 50 60 pages in it's just like a random budget anyway so in the class uh that's one of the aspects of just getting better with your money um writing things down budgeting and in reference to the whole video aspect like long story short and i probably like i don't know why oblivious to the obvious but i should have uh prepared to purchase a better camera for my situation especially trying to incorporate mamba into the videos so with that being said you know um 
with the financial class is talking a lot about impulse buying and 48 hours and putting things off and along with my religious kind of followings just kind of like patience and taking each thing as it comes and not overwhelming yourself and, and doing what you can man and and, and you know kind of practicing humility so i know i'm pretty big on that so that's the thing with the aspect of the video situation camera i'm not gonna rush it right now but in due time i promise if i i feel like i uh if i continue to do things the right way diligence and just you know putting in the extra work and effort it's all telling the story everything will work out i truly believe that all right all right let's get into this week's episode tp so initially i was gonna make this week's episode kind of and i don't want to spoil it too much but just kind of a strategy guide or a way to start looking at things from approaching situations differently and from a more strategic a strategic standpoint as opposed to a gratification or emotional standpoint but in the process of that uh i come from a family like my mother's side especially like a lot of them is like deeply rooted south like alabama this particular cousin he's from alabama and it's just like they're a little bit older than me but we're at the age now to where we all adults so like some of the conversations have ramped up like you might, and I'm just laughing thinking about it man because it's like a lot of times people don't think I'm listening but I listen to everything that was in a movie I think it was Harold and Kumar go to White Castle they had a little cut scene where they were in a truck and the guy had something in his ear and they didn't think he and he didn't they didn't think he could hear it and then at the end of them talking he was like I heard everything you said so I heard everything y'all said because if y'all listening to this but this particular cousin is from Alabama you know what I mean um Baseball cap, you know what I mean? Alabama shirt on on the regular type guy, smart guy, whatever, man, whatever, whatever. So as we got older, the conversations about just random stuff with girls ramp up into like marriage, you know what I mean? And life and dealing with, you know, from a male aspect, a woman who has other kids having to build with the, deal with the baby fathers and all of that. All of that to say, he told me this one story, like it's just tons of conversations, but this story really stuck out. And I know I have made reference to it on previous shows, and I'm sorry I'm laughing. It's just so it tickles me because I remember it. And it's this TP, season three, episode seven, TP, Tiki Pole. Now, I am aware that TP is also common for toilet paper, which in this situation is something that seems unimportant, but is very much needed, right? So, but we're gonna stick with the Tiki Pole because it fits in with the story. So, he was just telling me about, you know, married life. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. He was telling me about married life. And he was like, man, when, when you're dealing in these situations, you know, your lady might think she's making extra money, you know, uh, or like her little 50,000. You would throw out some big numbers too. Like her, her little 50, 60,000 dollars. She thinks she's doing something. You know what I mean? And she getting the child support. He was like, man, what this is, man, this whole marriage situation, man, this joint is like being at the bottom of the tiki pole. So let's think about a tiki pole, right? And it's like these little figurines, island figurines stacked up on top of each other. <laughs> stacked up on top of each other. He was like, man, this joint is like being at the bottom of the tiki pole. He was like, man, you got to hold everybody up so they can look good. Everybody can marvel at them. They look like they the one who's running it and everything. Meanwhile, you got to be the foundation at the bottom. And this is how he was saying. You got to be the foundation at the bottom and hold this together. And they just not knowing, man. They talking all that trash up there to talk. All you got to do is rock this mother. All you got to do is rock this joint. This whole thing will come tumbling down, man. 
it's hard being at the tiki pole, man. But when a man, when you with a man in these situations, sometimes you got to do that, right? So I remember in detail to to be specifically like what sparked that conversation, but I took that story away from it. The tiki pole, man. Think about what he said. Like, let's not even relate it to the situation, but just this ideal of like truly and factually being at the bottom. Like, that's what you look like perceived as at the bottom and literally figuratively you're at the bottom. But we know how physics work. The tiki pole is holding up these other figurines. Even the figurine that's just above the bottom guy ain't the bottom. You're not the bottom. He's not as important to the structural integrity as that guy at the bottom. If the guy on top of him fall, then, you know, it's still a survival. The bottom shakes up. They really can cause it to come tumble down. So it's almost like a power. It's, you're, 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 it's in a situation of power. What's perceived upon like visual inspection as a crappy job or a crappy situation because of the way that people perceive it versus what it actually is. It's a crappy job. And then let's think about the tiki at the top, man. Like when I think about just my life specifically, even if I think about like watching SpongeBob or something and they got a little tiki, right? Whatever. I never have looked down at that bottom tiki like, yo, that's the one that's holding up this whole foundation. Like, it's always like the second to last that's going to get my attention just on some visual, like just on the visual. Right. So in that situation, you're holding up somebody who's at the top marvelous. You're making them look good. I mean, just like when you think about the human mind, even when they do like the Olympics, first, second, third place, them platforms are at different heights. So it's like scientifically the eye is going to be attracted to the thing that's the most highest. Whether or not it actually has any function, you know what I mean? It's something to look at because it takes away from the eye's attention just based on science right now, right? Selflessness, right? So when we think about life and any adversities or anything you may have to deal with or overcome, day-to-day stresses and problems that you have to solve, at the end of the day, What most people don't understand is life is truly meant to be about happiness. Now, I know that it's not possible or realistic to think you're just going to be happy and everything is going to be perfect all the time. But in those moments where you truly are happy, what's associated with that is peace. And with everything the way it is, uh, so many to-do lists, tasks, constantly being bombarded with just like, and, and I mean, like, I used to read this stuff and think it was corny, but it's a fact. We constantly bombarded with, like, electronic stimulation and that all the time. Your brain and, 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 your, and your energy is just all the, it's all the time, all the way turned up. And when you're truly happy, that allows you, think about what's associated with happiness, being relaxed. Like, you're not happy and tensed up and worried. You're not happy and thinking about problems. You're at peace. It brings you an inner peace. And on a bigger level, y'all know where I'm going with this. This is the type of peace that you get from praying and having, well, that I have gotten from praying. And now I believe that you can too. Praying and walking with God and constantly seeking like just a calmness. Happiness is calmness. It's peace. And that's what we really searching or spend our whole life searching. And I truly believe that within reason, God wants for us to be happy. All right. So uh, selflessness is 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 true. Selflessness is basically acting and moving without thinking about how you yourself will profit or benefit. 
Like that's all it is. And um, I'm going to throw out, there's a bunch of ways to start doing this, but you know, I know how the human mind thinks. So let me give you the advantages of this, right? In the long term, when it comes to dealing with difficult situations or people, things will work out and you will be at more peace. You will be able to, like what I say, sleep at night. You'll be able to sleep like a baby because you uh, went through something that doesn't benefit you. But in the long term, it will give you what is the most valuable thing. And that is peace, calmness and happiness right now without having to worry about anything on the back end coming back to, to haunt us. All right. Another thing that it does, and I talk about it a lot, humility, but like it helps to, to, to control your ego. Now. I look back and even now I look back at even some of the ways that I carried myself when it came to like music, my connections and things of those nature. And like the ego is, is crazy, man. Like I think Jay-Z said it's stronger than heroin, man. Like the ego is crazy. It will make you quickly forget your morals and values and things that you can sleep about later because I don't know. It's just overpowering. Ego isn't all the way bad, but unchecked it can be a dangerous thing and selflessness helps you to keep that in check um and the main thing and this is what it's really all about this is all it's about in layman's terms man like when it comes down to outside of life uh variables such as things happening to your car or your house or something like that life is a majority about interactions with other humans and i'm telling people this all the time like man it just works out better to do some of these things if you want to be able to get through interactions because that's what life is about even at work man it's just like interaction after interaction after interaction and what your success rate is with each person if you want it to go smoothly and still kind of you know reach your goal or get your way and you know let's let's be clear uh, a majority of these interactions is about one person or the other getting their way and compromise right if you want to get your way and have it be smooth and not have to be a turbulent life, selflessness really helps because it helps improve relationships with people. It helps you to like really genuinely look at what you could do for other people. So I got three things. Y'all know I like things in threes, man. I got three things that we can do that are going to sound odd, but I promise you, if you instill them, start looking at selflessness the thing I love about like trying to live a righteous life and do things the right way, these little things add up and they hit you in so many other categories with experience points, whether it be discipline, whether it be patience, whether it be understanding, whether it be self-control, impulse control. This thing right here, selflessness, is just one of the things that help. If it's a skill tree of like dealing with people and, you know, living life skillfully. We talked about that last week, wisdom the ability to live life happy and skillfully. You have to uh, be able to build this skill tree. And these things here, they seem difficult, but they hit you in these other categories as well, all right? Selflessness. How can we learn to be the tiki pole at the bottom and embrace that? Number one, and I fight with this daily. Number one, say yes more often. Say yes more often. Let me elaborate on that. Now, I'm somebody who like, I'm fully aware that I have a hard time saying no in situations where it's like perfectly logical to be like, nah, I can't do that or no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm having a hard time with that. So when I came across seeing this and a lot of the research I did, I started to understand what it means. 
saying yes more often gives the person that you're dealing with or the situation that you're dealing with a wide range to kind of do it their way. It's not even about, you know, you getting your way or you um, necessarily hurrying up and trying to control the situation. And that's what it's about as well, though, on the, on the tip. But it's like giving people an opportunity because that's what selflessness is about other people to do things their way. Now, what I have found and what I started to understand from reading this, that is, if you do it in a skillful way, saying yes more often, you can just bring the decisions that others make or that happen in situations before them and be and have them look at it in a way that it's going to be hard if it doesn't play out positively or well. It's going to be hard for them to be able to not understand it or not accept it because they're responsible. So if you're dealing with somebody who, you know, maybe might be trying to take advantage of you. It says a lot about this in the Bible as well. There's a Bible verse um, that speaks to, you know, continue to pe pe treat people kind so that eventually they'll be like, man, I'm really taking advantage. And then they'll come around. That's the benefit for you. But the benefit for them is it also gives them a freedom and a way to learn themselves. All right. Uh, say yes more often. Number two. Selflessness, like I said, on the other end is selfishness. Sometimes we got to use hacks to get things done to see the bigger picture number two and this is something that i do give people what you want give what you want to others an example for me that i know i like i'm i'm highly aware of and not to brag or anything but like a lot of people come to me about music advice or music situations and I think it's because I'm so eager to give them the tools and all the information that I put in all these years and effort to learn because I want them to be able to have it so that they can go. I don't care about them being better than me or anything of that uh, nature. Give others the things that you want. You know, if you're in a management position and see one somebody working, you know, actually harder. Remember, like you was you might have been in that situation. What would you want in that situation? You will want an opportunity, even if you mess up once or twice. Give others what you want. That will help build relationships. It will help things to run smoother. It will give you skill points intellectually to kind of, you know, guide situations in the long run. But it also feels good. It gives you a happiness. It gives you a peace to know, like, I didn't sell that person short. Give others the things that you want or the things that you would want. All right? Three. And anyone who's been following the podcast, you guys know I've I've talked about this a lot. And I'm not I'm not nowhere near perfect at it. I miss a lot of days. But number three is to reflect daily and journaling. All of that to say, uh journaling is something that I've taken like a real effort to like like just try to do it every day. Just write down your feelings, bro. Just write down anything. How do you feel right now? Why do you feel like that? And it's actually on some days it's tedious on other days. It's actually enjoyable, but it also allows me to. And I'm going to actually put this out here. This is a side note. Y'all know I love bonus points. What I do every day uh, or whenever I journal is I have something I'll write down. It's called meal, right? Acronym M-E-A-L meal. And that's mood, energy, agitation level, right? Like being irritable and love level and so every time i journal at the end of that i write down meal and i write down from, from a scale of one to ten how i'm feeling at that time because i'm also writing down the date and things of that nature and just that 
not even the journaling part about my feelings, but just me documenting my mood, my energy, my agitation level and love that allows me to be more aware of where I'm at and what my emotion and my attitude is, because then it makes me open to how I may be projecting and dealing with others. All right. It also helps you to see patterns. Now, going back to the journal part, it helps you to see patterns in your mood or like what was going on this way day that made my mood be five. What was going on this day that made my agitation? Why was I so agitated this day? Man, it really works. Like, and I'm just a logical guy. I talk all the time about little, like not being smarter than anybody, but just like doing hacks. And even if they're mental hacks, if I have to look at journaling, like, hey, this is my advantage out of it. I'm probably getting more than that out of it. But if that's what's necessary in order for me to get a habit going, like I'm just scientific. I know if I could just do something like 30, 60 days, even if I got to trick myself for 30 or 60 days, I'm good. Reflect, right? Journaling or right. I mean, and it could be something as simple as like if you're dealing with work before you go into work each day, just stop and be like, what is my mood? Just something simple like that takes like 0.2 seconds. What is my mood? Just doing that will start to make you more aware of the current situation, but everything that happens after that. And if you just do that enough, it will build a pattern. Reflecting, it also holds you accountable as well. Me personally, if I got to write down in my journal, hey, I was rude to this person and I really didn't need to be. And I'm seeing that too many times in my journal. Then I know I need to go back to the drawing board and be like, yo, bro, what happened before you went on this streak of rudeness? All right. Reflect. Those are three things, and that's all I'm going to leave you, leave you with because remember, man, selflessness, the first idea we have to get out of it is it's about doing things and acting in a way where you don't automatically think about what you can get out of it. And it's hard because it's human nature. It doesn't make you a bad person, but it's human nature to be like, well, what's in it for me? Like, even think about that. Bonus point again, right? Number four. And this is coming up off the fly. If you don't do anything else but want to get better at selflessness, just look at how many situations throughout the day, no matter what they be. It could be letting somebody merge in traffic. It could be letting that person get in front of you. Just think about how many situations throughout the day you're like, what can I get out of it? And keep a tally. That's simple. Just situations where you was like, oh, man, if I hurry up and run to this elevator, I can get on there and I can maybe clock in on time. So go keep a tally and they'll go look at that number at the end of the day. And that's off the fly. That's from God. He, he was like, yo, and I'm going to start doing it too. Right. But that's off the fly. I think that's dope too, because I think if we look at sometimes how often as the tiki pole, right, the bottom of the tiki pole where we really control the outcome of the situation and know that we really holding it down, but we let our ego get in the way and we shake it up. I think it will horrify us when you go back and you look and be like, okay, that's one, two hundred, three hundred and fifty times. Maybe that might shock you into being open to being more selfless all right season three episode seven tp tiki pole man shout out to my cousin man next time y'all are in the situation just just think about this story man because i know it's so often when we're just like man this person acting like they doing so much knowing good and darn well that if i just uh or if i just say uh i could just shake it up use that as an opportunity to be selfless man use that as an opportunity to truly think about others the way that you want them to always be thinking about you. All right? Let's get away from entitlement, TP, Tiki Pole. 
Let's hold up the foundation and let others shine, man. It ain't about what people perceive. Let's think about what's actually going on, man. If you know you're holding it down, sometimes it's a noble act to just be just shut up and just let it go, all right? Season three, episode seven. I appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. TP, let's practice selflessness. Yo, if you have practiced everything and you think that you have come to the end and that you have exhausted all your options, I've been there before, man, where I just be like, man, I just give up on myself. I stop believing in myself if you made it to the end of this show. Regardless, man, I believe in you. Keep your head up. Take your next step. I promise you, man, if you just, if so many situations, man, if you just live righteously, diligently reflect and make a concerted effort to try, go that extra step. That extra mile, do that thing you've never done or let that thing slide one more time. I promise you, man, it's a beautiful thing because that breakthrough, your opportunity, your growth to the next level is always on the other side of that. All right. I believe in you. Keep your head up. Appreciate y'all rocking with me. Like, subscribe, share all that good stuff. Follow me on my social medias. Medicine Ball LS3. I love y'all till next week. Yeah, yeah.